Friends, I am so excited to be sitting down with literally my favorite person ever. He has been quite hard to book and I am so grateful to be sitting here with you today. My husband Jared is going to be joining us and we're going to be talking about what we've learned and how we've grown in the past three years of being married. Today we're recording this on our anniversary, so it's April 29th. I'm in my veil as that is my tradition to wear my veil at home around the house on the day of our wedding day. So I am just so excited to be able to talk about our relationship and share some of that with you. So yeah, as always, let's dive right in. Hey friends, I'm Cassie, and I'm a married Spoonie who lives the chronic illness life. Here each week, I'll challenge you to live intentionally and authentically, where every spoon you use has a purpose and every step you take matters. Welcome to Chronically Cultivating. Babe, thank you so much for making the time to do this with me. I'm so excited to have you back on. Yeah, I'm excited to be back on. It's been a while. Yeah, like, sure. for sure. Well, it's been busy. I don't know about you, but I was thinking about it last night and just being like, wow, like three years. Like, how did we get here? I feel like it's flown by. But also that like we've been married way longer than three years at the same time. Yeah, we've been together for almost eight years now. So three years kind of doesn't feel like it does it a justice but yeah I have just loved seeing how our marriage has changed over the years and I know that you and I have had the joy of just sharing our life through social media and other things more so me than you but you just consistently cheer me on and we've had a lot happen over the past three years. Some really good, awesome things, some really hard things, and we just kind of want to talk about those different things. So I picked a couple questions that I thought would be fun for us to reflect on together with you as listeners here today, just because three years is a long time and we have grown up a lot since then. That's, I think, one of the beautiful things about getting married young is that we're actively growing up together. And, you know, even though we're now getting to our mid-20s, there's still so much growth to happen. And the fact that we've been able to hold hands through it all has just been absolutely beautiful. So are you ready to just kick it off and get into these questions? Absolutely. Okay. So there are many things that have surprised us about one another. And when you live with somebody, you get to know them very very well. So I asked Jared and I to reflect on three things that have surprised us about the other and that we've just found in our marriage. So I'll let you kick it off with the first one. Sure. And you guys will notice that uh, there's a pattern of three here going on for our three-year anniversary. But yeah, for our first topic, like Cassie said, we're going to talk about three things that surprised us about the other. First thing for me that really surprised me was how picky of eaters we both are. I've grown up (laughs) knowing I'm a very picky eater. I've been told it time and time again. When I get like a burger at a fast food restaurant, I just want my burger with cheese and ketchup and that's it. I don't want any other toppings. And so I've always been told I'm a very picky eater and I've come to terms with the fact that you are too, um, Cassie. (laughs) But I mean, to be fair, part of that has to do with allergies for her versus just being a general picky eater like me. Yeah, because it's hard because even when it comes to simple things, like we can't even sometimes change the brand because one brand doesn't have a certain like preservative in it or one does. So we do typically rotate between the same meals all the time, which for me, I don't... Five meals we each rotate between, so... (laughs) 
There's not that much variety. <laughs> but I do think that in some ways, for me at least, that hasn't changed. Because when I was training, as I'm sure you remember, I would pretty much have the same couple meals. They were very different than what I eat now. But I was always very comfortable pretty much eating the same thing all the time. But I don't know necessarily that you were used to that. I mean, kind of, sort of, with how picky I was. It's not like there was a lot of variety of foods I would want to eat. So I'm used to mac and cheese, chicken tenders, like burgers pretty much on rotation pizza so nothing out of the ordinary and we love breakfast food though we really do that is true we we have a variety of breakfast foods as well while we're already on the subject of food i think this took me a little while to figure out and you were the one that said it to me i would get you like a drink from the fridge put it in a glass and you'd be like oh could you throw some ice in there and you know I'd throw some ice in there and uh, come to find out you very specifically only like two ice cubes in your drink (laughs) so now I know and that was just really surprising to me yeah if you have more than two you're watering down your drink if you only have one then some depending on how cold the drink already was sometimes it won't keep it cold so Two is like great happy medium, keeps your drink cold and doesn't water your drink down. Well, there you go, folks. That's that's the way to do it, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, so another thing that kind of really surprised me about you, Cassie, is how good you are at planning. I feel like before we got married, I kind of just saw all the craziness about your life and saw you, you know, bounce around from one thing to another. And it's not that I thought you were bad at planning. It's just that I thought there was a lot going on there. There's no way you have, you know, a very set plan schedule down because of how crazy things were and going into our marriage I've really learned how great you are with planning everything how much detail you like to put into orienting planning out each day each week each month and just normally how prepared you are for everything you know you're doing ahead of time so that really kind of surprised me well see this wasn't even on my list but I think I would actually very much so say the same about you, something that I know Jared and I talked about on a former podcast that we did together was just that I am not easygoing. Jared is easygoing and he will go with the flow. He's not super into normally planning your whole life out in advance, whereas I was entirely the opposite, super rigid with my schedule, wanted no changes to be made. Again, I planned everything. And you've really, as you've grown and in your job and the different goals that you have, I think it's also been neat for me to watch you goal set because I kind of always felt like I did that on my own, but I love the fact that you and I actually like have discussions about goals together because I think that's just really neat. And I'm really grateful that I've been able to also help you organize and keep things on track because our life is so crazy. Another thing that really surprised me about you is that you love The Office. That is your love language. Confetti is my love language, but The Office is your love language. And I've loved watching the show with you and being able to share that with you. I mean, how many times have we gone through? Five or six. I forget now. And I've given him one of the Dundee Awards, and we've got some other, like, office-themed things that have been really fun. So I've loved kind of seeing you laugh at that and love that and know that I get to do that with you is really fun. And that goes really well into my last surprise is um, how good we are at picking out shows together. And even though we've watched The Office five to six times, we have watched other shows too. But I feel like every time we go into watching a show, we normally pick out like one sitcom we'll watch and one serious show we'll watch and kind of like balance between two. But I feel like for the most part, like if 
I like a show, you like a show. If one of us is on, like, a fence with the show, the other one doesn't like the show. So I feel like whenever we're kind of trying to figure something out, we never... I'm sure there are couples out there that have to deal with, oh, I want to watch this show, I don't want to watch that show. But I feel like for the most part, you know, we never really run into that. I mean, I feel like I would love to watch The Walking Dead with you, and you would love to watch The Bachelorette with me. I knew that was going to come up. But other than that, every other show we each like, we both enjoy together, so... And that's been really nice because as great as it is to have your own shows, it's nice as a way for where Jared is working really hard and my job right now is to take care of my body and I'm home. I think it's been really nice to be able to, at the end of the day, come home and say, do you want to just chill and just watch our show together? And I really enjoy that. So you are right. We pick out great shows. And I guess because, yes, I said something about the planning, which I didn't plan to say, but, you know, the other thing that has really surprised me about you is that you have so many talents that you have learned by living the chronic illness life with me and taking care of my body. And again, I think it was the first or second podcast episode we did together in the first season, we kind of talked about all the things you've learned how to do. But one of the things that has been a lot newer is that when quarantine happened and everything was going on, I couldn't go out and get my hair done. So you learned how to give my hair a quick trim and you know how to blow dry and straighten and you do a wonderful job washing my hair. And I just am very surprised by that talent and also very grateful that you care enough about me to also take such good care of my hair because that really means a lot to me yeah so for the next topic we had three memories from the past three years to just kind of go over one being a funny memory one being you know a hard memory we've overcome and a third one being a sweet one for me going through all these three i couldn't really pinpoint specific memories but I was definitely able to pinpoint like kind of moments or like series of moments things that have been funny things have been hard and things that have been sweet which one do you want to start with so we'll start with funny my favorite kind of funny moments have been all the moments that we've had with either bandit or foxy where we've been playing with them and enjoying time with them around so I know for bandit and it's normally revolves around us taking a video of them so most of them can be found somewhere but there are lots of story highlights on our Instagram that are dedicated to Foxy and Bandit. Yeah. You know, the only thing that I like about snow is the way Foxy and Bandit both love being out in the snow. So there's plenty of videos of them being out in the snow, being crazy. They look like little bunnies because the snow is so high that they have to like prance and like truly hop through the snow. It's and so funny. And they both funny. done it the same way. But like also we've had like videos. I know we've done one of Bandit where he's like running in circles around me trying to catch a stick as I spin in a circle uh we've had videos of foxy trying to run in circles around the house and trying to you know catch a ball as i throw it up against a wall and keep bouncing it back and forth between myself and her and she can't figure it out and um so i've just had all sorts of fun memories with the two of them and you know cassie and i both videoing it and watching them be crazy Yeah, and I will, if you go to the show notes for this episode, I will put the links in there for you to head to my Instagram so you can see some of these videos because they're hilarious. So when I think of a funny moment, I was able to kind of more pinpoint directly. There are two things that kind of came to my mind. One, obviously, 
as Jared said, we love our dogs. We love making videos. We love watching other videos. We've had great times where we will just spend an evening in bed watching just funny dog videos and laughing and having the greatest time. But most recently, because I just thought this was hilarious, we had set an alarm on our Google Home and... <laughs> <laughs> and it was the one down here and we were upstairs in our bedroom and we realized that the timer was going off downstairs and we couldn't turn it off via the app so Jared needed to go downstairs so as he's going down the stairs he's yelling at you know our device to ask it to stop and it literally made me think like it literally gave me a vision of if we ever decide to adopt or anything like that way down the line that is exactly how you would yell at our kids and I thought it was so hilarious and that just made me laugh really hard so yeah that was a fun kind of look into what our future could hold <laughs> Yeah, and then one hard memory um, for me, again, this is just kind of moments, you know, something that's been really hard for us to deal with, just all the moments of disease progression. So whether that's, you know, realizing how far the EDS has come or, you know, dealing with when right before the wedding when Cassie had all the problems with digestion and whatnot and couldn't eat for days and just all those different moments where we've had to go to the hospital or have doctor's appointments over things that have been disease progression have definitely been um, hard for us to overcome, but still here. Yeah, but it's it's been a really long road, I will say. It had nothing to do with the pandemic or otherwise, but I think we saw the most disease progression happen over 2020, and we are grateful that you were able to be working from home at that time so that you were home, but yeah, we've we've had we've had a lot and we're so grateful that now you pretty much manage all of my care outside of appointments. We do my port, like being accessed as all you, all that kind of stuff. So we've definitely come a really long way and we're so grateful for the tools that we have to be able to stay out of the hospital, but it's been a big adjustment for sure. I think something that I'm really thinking about was uh, just loving and losing Foxy. My family got her when Jared and I, a month or two before we started dating, or was it right after we had right, started dating? Right it was before some... we started dating. Okay, yeah, and she just was always my dog and Jared's dog, and uh, we didn't, you know, we thought of her as equally our dog as my parents did, and we just had the opportunity to love her so well. And when quarantine happened, she needed to be on hospice care and we got the opportunity to have her here and we did all of her hospice care. Then on the last day of April, she had passed away and that was so hard for us to grieve through and work through when we love Bandit and we love seeing him now, but we miss our Foxy girl and I just, think it was such a beautiful thing that you and I were able to, as hard as it was, that we got the opportunity to do that together. I think that was one of the hardest things we've ever done, but it was in, at least, I don't know what your thoughts are, but I feel like it was such a blessing. Yeah. And I'd do it again in a heartbeat. For sure. And then the last one we have is, you know, our sweet memories. So for me, again, all moments, but, and Cassie already kind of touched on it, but it's just how uh, she 
consistently just finds a way to get me great gifts I wouldn't think of getting myself. So I know you already mentioned the Dundee, and we've got a Dwight bobblehead too. I mean, just today you got me a ukulele. He's wanted one for a really long time. I've been yeah. keeping this secret. He brought it up in the car like months ago. He was like, oh yeah, this song. This is like why I've always wanted to learn how to play the ukulele. And I wrote a note on my phone in that moment so that I would not forget once April came, that was what I wanted to do for your anniversary yeah. gift. I mean, I've been saying it for like 10 years now that I've always, you know, wanted to learn. So, you know, it's definitely nice that when I get the time, I can definitely learn to try and play the ukulele because I just find it to be just a soothing instrument. So. Yeah, and we'll be able to just go out into the sun porch and I'll work on my garden. You can learn the ukulele and it will be beautiful. I think there are so many moments that are sweet, but I think one of the things that has meant the most to me is how thoughtful you are. For instance, there was, uh, it was probably a year or so ago and I didn't sleep the whole night. I was so sick and it was before you started your new job. So you were still working and you, you were getting up at like four in the morning to go into work at five and... I had been up all night and I just was like, I don't even know what I need. I'm just so sick. I feel awful. And you came upstairs and you had everything, like things that I didn't even think of you had. You brought up everything I needed for my line. You had already prepped like all the specific IV meds and you brought up ice packs and you like all these different things that you were just like, here's everything you need. Let me know how things are going and I'll be back this afternoon. And it was just so thoughtful and you always do thoughtful things like that, whether it's turning off my IV bag in the morning so that I don't wake up to it. There are so many sweet things. So it's really hard to pick one because you have just been so thoughtful about so many things and I appreciate that so much. Friends, as you know here on Currently Cultivating, one of the things that we love to do is give you practical tips. We don't want anyone to walk away from any episode feeling discouraged or feeling like they don't know how to implement that and we still have a lot to learn about marriage. We are by no means any experts but we have learned a lot of things through our marriage and I don't want anyone sitting here and comparing marriages because marriage is hard work. It takes intentional work. There's no easy marriage and the decision to stay married is easy but it is definitely hard to continue to show up and love one another every day. So we want to share with you three things that we wish that we knew about marriage before we got married in the hopes that this will help you be able to apply some of these things to your relationship. And even if they don't help you apply anything, maybe you will relate to what we're talking about and know that we get it and that you are not alone in the struggles that come with marriage. It is so rewarding, but everything that is rewarding requires hard work. So I guess I'll start with this one if that's okay with you. Yep. I think something that is really crucial that we have really put into practice this year has just been carving out intentional time, meaning time that we're not on our phones and we're just hanging out, whether we're watching a movie, we're doing a date night, any of those kind of things, because it can be really easy to forget. It can be really easy to stop dating one another. It can be really easy to stop truly enjoying one another's company. And by taking time out each week to say, okay, we're going to spend intentional time together. I feel like that has done wonders for our marriage. 
Yeah, for me, I've got one that's very similar to that. It's just working together to build a routine. It's something I wish we'd done a little bit more early on. We've definitely worked mm. on adapting to a routine over the past couple of years and multiple times we've attempted at one and it's failed and we've tried again and we're currently in one, been in one for a few weeks now, so that one's going strong. But I just feel like if we started it, you know, when our marriage, we first got married and got back from our honeymoon and went back to normal mm -hmm. life, I wish, you know, if we'd had started a routine then it probably would have been much easier to carry out through today versus, you know, having a year, year and a half of just sloppy routines and just making it hard for us to get one started. I think with that as well, it was something that we would have had a lot of trial and error under our belt, whereas now we we're really working to trial and error this. And I will say that we are, like you said, we're going strong right now and we're working on that. But a lot of that is based out of communication, which is my next point. Communicating is hard. It just is. But part of loving one another well is by checking your attitude at the door and choosing love, choosing joy, choosing peace, choosing endurance, choosing strength, all of those things. Because even if we haven't had an argument or anything, maybe I've had a bad day or my body's not doing great, XYZ, whatever that is. Or yeah, maybe we've argued and we're being a little bit petty and we're mad and we're, you know, frustrated with one another. And we have to choose when we come together and we discuss what's going on, we have to choose how we're going to move forward from that. And we have to check our own attitudes and kind of say, all right, here's what's going on. And there are days that we will communicate. I will say to Jared, I am having a really hard day and I just, I don't have a lot left. But by communicating that, I'm able to let him know where I stand and he does the same with me. And it's really hard to be able to sit and say, all right, I'm really frustrated, but I'm going to choose to not take that out on you. I'm going to choose love. But it's a beautiful thing when we do. But it's an imperfect progress for sure. Or another thing I wish we kind of knew about marriage before we got married was the way disability worked. I feel like neither one of us kind of had a full grasp on the disability laws and, you know, getting on board with that. And there were definitely complications with us still owning our business at that point in time. But we quickly found out that you can't qualify for disability being married because I make too much money. Anything over we'll $18,000 a year before taxes qualified as too much money. So it's kind of crazy to think about that. But we kind of just wish we knew the way that that worked beforehand so we could have gotten on that before we had gotten married so that we wouldn't have to be um, so worried about finances all the time. And I think too with disability, one of the things that, I mean, they said to us was, well, if that's something that you need, then you guys need to get a divorce. And we just weren't willing to do that. We believe that God intends for marriage and we love being married. And so we made the decision to know that we're doing what God has asked of us and that he will provide and he has. It's still hard. It's not easy. But I will definitely say that as far as disability goes, America, we have a lot of work to do. And I would say as a final point that alone time is really vital to a marriage. And I struggled to understand this for a really long time because when Jared goes to work, I have all this alone time. And then when he comes home, I am so excited to see him, but he's been working all day. That's 
not alone time. That is work time. And we have both been really trying to do better about having alone time, making sure that we have time with friends, whether that's virtually or in person, safely, and all of those things. And I think... I don't know, maybe you don't feel this way, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. I feel like we have more fun together and we have more to talk about and share when we've had some alone time. I don't necessarily feel that way, but I mean, I feel like either way. I mean, there's more to talk about in our alone time, but... I guess it's sometimes just nice to have something new to talk about. Yeah. In a way. But we have struggled over the years, but these have been three wonderful years. And our prayer is that there will be many, many, many more. And that's my third thing as well, too, is also just knowing how to budget self-time, just like Cassie said. Not only for, like, each other, but for just for ourselves in general. Like, not me saying, I know Cassie needs to budget self-time, but me knowing I need to do it for myself, too. And just working on, you know, figuring out a time that works best for both of us. And just, I feel like when we both don't get enough of our self-time, not only do we not communicate as well, but I feel like we also both just get frustrated after a certain point of time that we don't have the time to do the things that we want to do in it makes us come across as not happy with one another when in all reality we just need to spend some time doing what we want to do and you know have our own self time so see that's a better way of saying it because that was kind of what I was getting at in the sense of like when we have alone time not only I like that's what I was saying about our time together being sweeter because like we have more to talk about but we're not frustrated like we're able to communicate better yeah that's really neat that that was basically the same final point that we both had and that was a great way to explain it on both ends but I know that you are a tough man to book, but I am so grateful that you cheer me on and that you were willing to come on here today and just share a little bit of our life and our story. Uh, Do you have any final thoughts? Um, No, I mean, just taking it day by day, just like anybody else with a chronic illness. All you Spoonies out there definitely know. Just sometimes you just got to take it day by day and do what you can do to just enjoy life and marriage as much as you can. All right, well, we are going to go and enjoy the rest of our anniversary as we're celebrating, and I will see you in a couple weeks. Friends, as our time here comes to an end, I want you to know that the resources don't stop here. At livingthechronicillnesslife.com, you can find blog posts, videos, the Grace and Goals interactive resource library, free downloads, and even these episodes right here to help you continue cultivating an intentional life right where you are, no matter how uncertain the season. Whether you're working to build an intentional life with your daily habits, planting a garden, setting goals, or simply resting well, you can cultivate an intentional life. Head to livingthechronicillnesslife.com to access all of these resources, and I'll see you next week.